Isabel almost laughed as she stumbled up the stairs, realizing for the first time that Miss Loretta Linden, wealthy spinster, first-class passenger, and an American to boot, might just be saving the lives of Isabel and her daughter. She also didn't understand why the rest of the steerage-class passengers hadn't already stormed the service stairs, but were, like sheep, trying to exit through the regular passenger corridor. She cast one last look back at the frantic mob and wondered, with a sharp pang, how many of her fellow passengers would drown that night. After what seemed like millions of stairs and many hours later, Miss Linden shoved a door open and stumbled out onto the tilted upper deck of Titanic. Hurry, Mrs. Golightly. There's a lifeboat being filled only feet away from us. I see it, and they look as if they're going to lower it to the sea before it's even filled. She raced toward the lifeboat, flourishing a fist in the air. Stop! Stop! Isabel tried to hurry after her. She was exhausted, though, after carrying her daughter all the way up from steerage class, and her tiredness made her clumsy. Catching her foot in a coil of rope, she felt her ankle give way and she screamed, Eunice! as she went sprawling. Terror claimed her when her daughter slipped from her grasp. Eunice, where are you? Her daughter had disappeared into the milling throng. Isabel's terror soared. Here, a deep masculine voice said, let me help you. No, she shrieked, scrambling forward on her hands and knees. I have to get my daughter. Go to the lifeboat, ma'am. I'll carry your child. Where is she? Oh, where is she? I have her, ma'am. Feverishly peering into the multitude, trying to spot her daughter, Isabel beheld a large man standing before her. Miracle of miracles, he held Eunice in his arms. I'm here, Mama, Eunice said calmly. Thank God, her whisper was ragged. Hurry, ma'am, you need to get into the lifeboat. Grabbing the man's arm for fear of becoming separated from Eunice again, Isabel stumbled madly in the direction of the lifeboat. The man shoved others out of the way as he steered a straight path ahead. Thinking of Loretta, Isabel called out, Miss Linden? But Loretta had vanished. Isabel could only pray that she'd made her way into the lifeboat. Then she heard her voice, loud and commanding, Don't you dare lower this lifeboat until it's filled. If you do, you'll be guilty of murder. A sailor grumbled, but Isabel imagined he would obey that imperious voice. Loretta Linden was only about five feet tall, but she possessed a positively massive presence. Isabel was grateful for it when they reached the lifeboat, which had been prevented from being lowered until filled by the tiny Miss Loretta Linden. The man holding Eunice said, You get in first, ma'am. I'll hand you your daughter. She didn't want to do it, afraid of being separated from Eunice forever. But she understood the sense of the stranger's directive, so Isabel obediently climbed into the swaying craft. Instantly, she reached for Eunice. Only then did she see the face of the man who had saved their lives. She wasn't surprised to observe that it was a good face, and a handsome one. Thank you, she said. God bless you. His smile was kind and full of perfect white teeth. You're very welcome, ma'am. And he turned and shoved his way back through the people fighting for seats on lifeboats. 
Why doesn't he get into our boat, Mama? Eunice asked. She clung with a grip of iron to her mother's hand. He's probably going to try to save others, Eunice. They load the women and children first. A sob caught in her throat. Mrs. Golightly! Eunice! It was Loretta Linden's voice, and Isabel actually managed to smile. She called out, We're here, Miss Linden! Thank God! <laughs>